When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nintendo's Animal Crossing franchise has become a global gaming phenomenon since debuting in 2001, with five main series games, a popular mobile game, dozens of colorful characters, and more than 40 million units sold worldwide. With all of that popularity, the great pop culture debate wants to know, who is the best Animal Crossing character ever? I'm your host, Eric Resniak, and you can't put a price on these nips. Please welcome this week's panelists. To come on his shores, all you need is his dodo code. It's Bob Erlenbach. Hello, everyone. I also accept Nook Miles tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to show people his pale chub. It's Curtis Creekmore. It's only worth 200 bells, but you get what you pay for. Mm. She caught crabs and gave them the blathers. It's Joelle Bodecker. My dream suite is ready for anyone. That's filthy. And finally, <laughs> and finally, he'll chase you down and sting you. It's Mike Rappin. I, I, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just here to say hello. And it's C plus. <laughs> right? That's, I don't know. That's the only one I could think of, guys. <laughs> You're good. So before we dive into the debate, let's go over how this works. We made a list of 120 notable NPCs from the Animal Crossing series. We had 80 people take the survey to pick their favorites, and the top 32 vote-getters were ranked by popularity, added to a bracket, and our panelists made their decisions. Now we argue about it and insult each other, all for your amusement. <laughs> Want to follow along at home? You can find all of the brackets, including the one for this episode, at greatpopculturedebate.com. Make a copy for yourself, fill it out, and then compare it to our panelists' picks. Think we're way off base? Drop a comment on this episode on the website or yell at us on social media. So this episode, we're doing things a little bit different because I personally have a very limited knowledge of Animal Crossing. You can check out our warm-up for this episode on the Patreon for more details, as well as all of our panelists' personal experience with the games. I will not be arguing points or casting votes except as a tiebreaker. If our four panelists are deadlocked, the argument I find most persuasive will determine the winner of that round. I have no skin in this game. I have no personal feelings. I also assume this will be a shorter episode since you all won't have to put up with me, shall we say, blathering on. <laughs> Boo. Boo. I had to do it. I had to do it. All right. So let's go over the unanimous votes for round one first. In something of an upset, five set merengue danced all over four seed Anka. One seed Blathers proved decidedly unlucky for eight seed Lucky. Two seed Isabel didn't screw the pooch, smashing out seven seed Molly. Two seed KK Slider played taps for seven seed Dom. One seed Sable was too foxy for eight seed Sky. And finally, two seed Flick rolled credits on seven seed sherb and now on to the debates three quarters of the group preferred one seed celeste but bob was on a wing and a prayer with eight seed gulliver bob explain why bird is the word well so this is the part where i think my limited knowledge of animal crossing to the new horizons game might work against me with regards to this pair up because i know celeste and gulliver have both been in the games for i think gulliver's been in the game since the very beginning and celeste um, most of the games. So I, my understanding is Celeste has done a lot more in previous games, I think, than she does in this current game. Um, I just 
from these two, knowing what I know of them from New Horizons, I just think Gulliver is a little bit better for me because, well, he first of all, he's a seagull um, or a gull or whatever you want to refer to him. And um, he gives you furniture for helping him find his 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 pieces of his communicator. Um, and I just find that a little bit more exciting than Celeste gives me recipe cards for wands. And she always talks about stars in the sky and, and the and the meteor showers. And I have yet to see a meteor shower. I've played hours and hours and hours and hours of this game. I've never seen a meteor shower. And I can't do anything with those recipe cards without them. So um, Gulliver is easy to help. He offers me furniture. And that's really the best I can for this matchup. He's the Raymore and Flanagan of yeah. Animal Crossing. He is absolutely the <laughs> Ashley home furnishing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Joelle, talk yeah. about Celeste. Uh, well, first of all, Bob, I will invite you over to my next meteor shower, I promise, because okay. you're missing out. They're delightful. Um, Celeste, she's evolved over the series. And um, similar to Bob, I don't know her previous to uh, Pocket Camp, but um, everything I know about her, she's stinking adorable. Uh, she is this beautiful owl, wears Argyle, just like her brother who we'll meet later. Um, she is a woman in STEM. Let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> very <laughs> very few science-minded ladies in this game. So I'm a big fan of that. Um she runs the observatory, so she loves stars, and that was in her early incarnations. Currently, yes, she only gives you these uh, DIYs, which let you make really cool stuff. But if you have a lot of stars, you can make really cool stuff. My island is filled with these beautiful Nova lights. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you over. You can check it out and see how nice it is. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, and and I, I love that she's she's focused on educating people and and teaching them how to love stars. And, and in earlier games, she even teaches you how to like look at constellations. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So um, Celeste is walking the children through nature. Yes. Is that ac- accurate? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. So thank you both for those arguments. Curtis and Mike, you previously were picking Celeste. Are you going to stick to your, your guns on that? Absolutely. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. She, she right. is the best. Celeste uh, is the best. I'll fly uh, away like a flock of seagulls. <laughs> I really, I actively dislike Gulliver. So oh. this one was super easy. Oh, for I me. absolutely yes. Here. Oh, I hate his guts, but <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. furniture. <laughs> I don't hate Gulliver. I think he's, I think he's a weirdo. Uh, he's very surprising. He's an alien or, or at least a UFO yes, it, flyer it, it, in it, previous it, versions. Yeah. But he's redundant. He's, I'll he's give it that too. Bit, like he's yeah. definitely mm-hmm. super redundant, but um, I just, I've, I've experienced better things with him on this game. But he is the only uh, reason you can get an Easter Island head on your game. So there's that to be said. So damn, small, small, small defense for Gully. All right. Well, with that, we're going to move Celeste on to round two. Next, 75% of the panel wanted to branch out with three seed Leaf, but Curtis was in a committed relationship with six (laughs) seed Bo. So Curtis, why Bo? So first I want to say that this is difficult for anybody that's listening to this. The number of NPC characters in the Animal Crossing franchise is in the hundreds probably over 500 maybe like it's it's a lot when you take all of the different villagers that can live in your town and then you add on top all of the different people who run stores or run the town like Isabel and Tom Nook and whatever it's a lot so i had a lot of difficulty when i was going through and picking my winners from these matchups because when you're comparing someone who is an npc who lives in your village who falls into one of like seven different um, categories of like lazy or sassy. That's not one. That's mine. Um, I am a sassy villager. Um, 
but it's difficult because they just say the same things all over again. And then you compare it to someone who has their own personality. However, I think when you look at this bracket as a whole, there are 32 people that made it to their people, Lord characters <laughs> that made it to the, the bracket. There is a reason that three out of the 12 villagers that made it out of 32 are deer. Bo is one of those deer. The deer in this game are adorable. They have a special place in my heart that I'll talk about a little bit later, but Bo and his heavily lidded eyes are just so cute. I love his little green reindeer sweater and his house in New Horizons, at least looks like a picnic at a campsite. And best <laughs> of all, he gets mountain song, which is one of KK's songs that includes yodeling basically. So, and it's a bop. Like you, if you put that out in your village somewhere and let that play and the other villagers hear it, they will sing along with the music in case you didn't know about that. And if you have mountain song playing, they basically yodel along with it. So it's super, super cute. I love Bo. On the other hand, sloths are creepy. <laughs> wow. End, oh, of, wow. end of argument for me. Well, Mike, I'm going to let you take that and say why you prefer Leaf. So I, I've never met Bo. I, I read up on the character. Um, seems nice. Looks cute. Um, but Leaf is just one with nature. Leaf just wants to chill out and have he wants to introduce you to his children, which are all of these plants. Some <laughs> may find that weird. Um, some may find his look even off putting. But I think that as a character, he is incredibly unique. And every single time I feel like I talk to him in New Horizons, it's a genuinely warm experience like his dialogue is written in a way that i feel that feels extremely unique um because he's an npc and i, I get that but um it's just so different like he feels like a, a hippie character who just wants to do the right thing like you know that at leaf's house he's got a huge like almost industrial level composter in his backyard and he just wants your island to be beautiful with all the various plants i think that that is like a really wholesome thing as much as you know animal crossing on the whole is very wholesome um i just i just love leaf as a character it's just a he's a fun surprise and i think when he first showed up on my island i was genuinely delighted and now every time he comes back i feel like i'm always buying something from him so um just a character that i really really love do we suspect that if this wasn't such a like g-rated game that leaf would also be the weed salesperson yes he is 100 percent high every time he's at your island it doesn't matter he That's actually takes kidding. your weed you you can sell your weeds to him yeah yeah okay. i see <laughs> so he's an entrepreneur okay i got it um answering He's a dispensary, exactly, totally legal. So, Joel and Bob, you were previously staying with Leaf. Are you going to change your vote, or are you sticking with him? I I'm almost, oh, go sorry, ahead, go ahead, ahead Joel. <laughs> I was going to say, um, Bo is adorable. Always loved him, but Leaf, Leaf contributes to the beauty of your island. I love him. I, All right, I, I, I almost made a switch. I thought the emotion. Um, behind the argument was great for Bo. Um, it tugged at my heartstrings, um, but I do think there's too much deer representation on here. And if you, <laughs> and, and it hasn't been said yet, but if you look at Leaf, he's absolutely terrifying to look at. Mm -hmm. And I can always go for that over cute. Well, there oh. you go. So we're going to move Leaf on to the next round. Uh, the panel was evenly split between two seed Brewster and seven seed Eric. Bob, why did you go with Brewster here? Um, so again, only I, I don't know either of these two characters. <laughs> but through my research, I decided I and this will be a quick argument. Um, I decided that I chose Brewster. He's a pigeon and he looks like Mr. Carson from Downton Abbey. So there you have it. <laughs> Solid argument. I like that. 
There you go. Uh, Curtis, why Eric? So Curtis is defending the deer again. Cool. Um, Eric is also <laughs> special to me because he's so endearing. Um, he's modeled after a moose slash elk, and he's the only one in the game, which I think is super cute. And his name is Eric. And I like to believe that he has a speech impediment and can't quite say his own name right. So it comes out as Elk. <laughs> which is like elk i see i this, see eric's house looks like a log cabin from the outside which is super cool and then when you go inside it's an ice lodge at a ski slope and <laughs> it's got like cups that are made out of ice and have pretty drinks in them and it looks cool um a few years ago my now husband had a custom modeled amiibo made of two different villagers out of clay one of whom was Eric. So they had the cards. You could cut out the near field communicator of the card and then put it in other things. So outside of the pool, Eric is consistently in the top 10 to 15 of what are called dreamies in the community. Like Eric is one of the villagers that people want most. Brewster is cool. I liked his coffee shop, but he literally pays you beans to work for him. <laughs> and I think if you work there long enough, your special prize is that you get to keep your uniform. So that's exciting. Um, where is he now? He didn't come with the release of the game. So obviously he wasn't that important. I'm going to put a Starbucks on my island just to make sure that he stays out of business. And you know who's going to work there? Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Strong words. Uh, Mike, you also picked Brewster. Do you want to follow up with that? Uh, I mean, I like Brewster. Really, the reason I picked this character is because their birthday is one day from mine, and I feel a special connection to this character. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. I, I don't know Eric, though. I think of the dear characters that we've talked about so far, um, Eric is probably the cuter one of the two. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just like I like Brewster. It looks very cool. Um, I haven't played a game with with. Them. I mean, I, I should say I played Pocket Camp, but um, I don't recall my interactions with them. Um, but I just like the look of Brewster. It looks very cool, very unique compared to I think other bird characters in the game or in, in the other games. Joelle, you, do you want to see anything more on Eric, or are you going to leave um, Curtis's argument? Well, I just have a tiny correction because both Curtis and Mike have referred to Brewster as cool, but I think you might want to say he's cool without the L. <laughs> that is what he says. I stand by what I said. Fine. I'm just letting you know. (laughs) Can't help it. Um, No, I'm not. I'm not changing my opinion. Eric is adorable. And Brewster has always creeped me out a little bit. He's Hmm. he he, I found him a little sketchy. There is a moment in pocket camp where he was clearly checking out someone's butt. And I didn't appreciate that. (gasps) Um, And Eric is just adorable. And I love the winter animals. That's part of my, you know, bias. I see. So, uh, Bob and Mike, are you sticking with Brewster here? I think I might actually switch over to Eric. And I think part of Curtis's argument helped me with that. Mm-hmm. He described him um, as endearing um, when he probably should have said endearing. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Um, so I'm not exactly. sure if he, I don't know if that was like a subliminal um, I liked it. approach from Curtis to be able to get me to switch. But you yes. know, I, I didn't give it to Bo in the previous round be- because I thought there was too much deer on this. But um, Curtis made a good argument here. I think I'd be willing to switch over to Eric because I don't know either of these characters. And, and Curtis was pretty impassioned about his love for him. So <laughs> Curtis is passionate about everything, just so you know, Bob. <laughs> Even if he doesn't give a shit about an argument, he's going to like lean in on it. I just, I just spoiler. Um, oh, Mike, are you sticking with Brewster or no? No, I'm going to switch. I, I think that uh, that Curtis made a very strong argument. 
Well, this is wow. fascinating because Brewster was a two seed and Eric was a seven seed. So that is kind of a big upset, I would say. But you did it. Well done, everybody. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to move Brewster into round two. Congratulations, Curtis. I do want to say to Joelle, never, ever shy away from making dad jokes on this podcast. <laughs> we love daddies uh, and I consider mm. myself a daddy American. So uh, please feel free li- Go for those those groaners. I love it. <laughs> so uh, the majority of the panel wanted to double their pleasure with five seed twins, Timmy and Tommy. But Curtis was an animal lover by preferring four seed sa- fauna, not sauna, fauna. I also Curtis, love the sauna. It's fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and you'll find many animals in the sauna, too, depending on where you go. Curtis, why fauna? <laughs> Three deer in a row. God. Okay. So for those... For those of you who are listening who are not Patreon subscribers, or if you just haven't listened to our warm-up yet for this episode, please go back and listen to it. You missed out that My Girl Fauna is the whole reason that I am even playing this game. So, Eric, since you may not realize, um, all of the different little villagers in your village have a character, like a... a personality type and one of those personality types is called normal and it's my favorite and they're they're girls so the normal is attached to female identity and they're just so sweet they would give you the shirt off their back if you needed it and sometimes they do um i currently have meringue bertha and fauna in my town so three of my 10 spots are filled by normal villagers that's how much i love them I've had fauna ever since I found out about the Animal Crossing subreddit on Reddit and went and begged someone to give me fauna, please. Um, I mentioned earlier that I had an amiibo figurine of Eric. The other one, fauna. They are the most adorable couple. We will put that picture up on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. And thank you to whoever made those. It was really awesome. (laughs) Timmy and Tommy are cute. Sure. Whichever one of them walked around the island with his little flag, that was fucking adorable. I'll give you that, Tommy. But they are also annoying. (laughs) I just want to leave your store. Why are you (laughs) running to me and blocking me from getting to the exit? Your father is a mob boss. Are you going to break my legs? (laughs) This game, so New Horizons, also kind of nerfed Timmy and Tommy. Um, They sell fewer things than they did before after their expansion and the quote unquote seasonal items that they now provide are sad. You get a surfboard <laughs> and an oscillating fan. Cool. Surfboard. You need- that, surfboard. That's a summer to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. That sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a trap queen song. All right, Joelle, why the snook kids? Oh, the, these little nooklings. First of all, I don't think we've seen the biggest form of their store yet. So we're still on Nook's Cranny. There might be mm. future Nookingtons or I don't know all the variations. So yes, their store is small, but I think it'll I think it'll grow one day. Um, also, I don't think they're Tom Nook's like biological children. He like adopted them. They were street rats of some kind, like Aladdin's. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but but he put them to work. He gave them. You know, a skill. He gave them oh child labor. Great. He gave them a future. No, he. They grew up. They are adults, and they run that store. You just can't tell because everyone looks the same. <laughs> Everyone's trapped in amber in Animal Crossing. Um, they have no, entrepreneurial spirit. They do. They're, they're really. They're just so scrappy. They. Um, they're they're helpful. They they know 
what their place is and they, they don't overstep. They just want to be there to make sure that your experience is as smooth as possible. Yes, they talk a lot. Everyone talks too much in Animal Crossing. Don't blame them for that. They accidentally get in your way. Everyone accidentally gets in your way in Animal Crossing. That happens every day. Um, I just appreciate that they're always around and that they do have the, like a mildly distinct separation. I know it's hard when you look at them to tell them apart, but Timmy is number one. He knows he's the older brother. He knows he is, you know, the first one to answer your questions and Johnny on the spot. And Tommy's just trying to figure out where his place is. And you can always see he's off to the side. He's the second one talking when they talk to you. And he's the one that kind of repeats the text at the end. I love um, it. He's the one they put outside with the flag because they didn't know what else to do with him. I just, <laughs> I just appreciate someone who like is just trying to figure out their place in the world. And they have a big brother who's like pushing everything around. So, uh, Curtis, are you swayed at all by Joelle's argument? No. Fauna is my favorite villager, Eric. She is, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> she is consistently one of the most popular villagers on any poll that you put out there. Now, those polls do not include other, like, Timmy, Tommy, and other NPCs like that. It's strictly the villagers that you can have in your village move in. But she is always in the top 10, if not top 5. Do I think that Fauna should win this whole bracket? Absolutely not. I am not that insane. But I do think that she wins this matchup. All right, Mike and Bob, are you staying with Timmy and Tommy? Mike? Yes. I I mean, these little fuckers, I love them. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't see how you pick anything other than Timmy and Tommy with this matchup. And I like that Joelle really described Tommy as the Eric Trump to that. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my sweet Lord. Is anybody swayed now? <laughs> I, think I mean, the analogy it. works. <laughs> the analogy works. They just need a, a, a dim sister that Tom Nook is always pawing after, and you've got a whole thing going. Yeah, All where right. is Tammy Nook? Tammy Nook. And of course, her name's fucking Tammy. Yes. All right. All right. Well, we're going to move on, Timmy and Tommy. I'm sorry, Curtis. I am sorry for your loss. I'm sorry, Fauna. You you did a good job defending her. You did everything that you could. There's only right room for one deer. I would have rather it had been Fauna. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just go. Let's move let's on. just move on. Three quarters of the group also preferred six seed Sahara to three seed Kicks. Mike, why are your legs up for Kicks? I mean, so Sahara is like. <sighs> There was a meme going around for a while that Sahara is a racist, <laughs> and for some reason, that is stuck in my head. I don't remember what the justification was, but someone was screaming it on a shared server that I'm a part of. Um, but no, I, I think Kix is just a really, really cool character like Leaf that feels super unique, very like, I'm a British little boy and look at my hat. Like that, that <laughs> to me is so much cooler than, hey, give me money. Uh, I'm going to use broken English and it's going to be a little weird uh, because you don't know what this is actually implying. Um, I, I just think Kix is the more interesting character. I think Sahara has the cooler stuff to sell by, by and large, right? Like how else are you supposed to get that cloud flooring that I think everybody wants? I don't know, just through Sahara. But um Kicks to me is from from a character design perspective way more interesting, and I just I just like the look and the way that like the dialogue options with the character. I think they're really fun. All right, Bob, give Sahara his just deserts. Her, yeah, <laughs> her. I thought he said it was his. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it's that both. Actually, that's actually my, that's actually a question I have as I start my my argument is I'm not really sure if if she if Sahara is non-binary, male, female. Mm. I don't know if mm-hmm. Bob knows. Do we know? Um. So um, in 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 Japan. Uh, Sahara is male, 
and then everywhere oh. else in the world, Sahara is female. Wow. I don't entirely understand why. I don't know that they'll ever tell us why, but that is yeah. fascinating. So, well, I just think Sahara is more interesting from the from the perspective of it's random, right? So you she has you know you can purchase a random carpet or a random flooring, random wallpaper from her, and you really you know you don't know what you're going to get. It's like life is like a box of chocolates with Sahara. <laughs> Um, mm. you know, and she sold me the swamp flooring and the swamp wall <laughs> coverings. And I absolutely loved them because you run through my living room and there's like water splashing up from your feet because it's swamp. And I just think that's, uh, you know, I just like that a little bit more. And I, anytime that I go to kicks, like I, I have yet to really buy anything from him. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I'm just like, these aren't good options. And Gasp. I'd rather buy from Sahara and not know what I'm going to get. So <laughs> those bags, the bags that kick sell, though, they're so good. But there's oh, like yes, only five. You can't them. put anything in the bag, Mike. But it's That's all about true. accessorizing your stupid bag, fucking character, the bag man. Not, the bag <laughs> does not improve my inventory. I still just have, what, 40 items that I can carry? <laughs> I need something that helps me carry more things. Not that Sahara <laughs> helps me with that either. But it's not an argument for kicks to, ooh, bags. Ooh, bags. <laughs> Does no, one in, does no one in Animal Crossing sell Birkins? Like, is this not a thing? <laughs> well, kicks might sell Birkenstocks. I don't know, but yep. no, those are at Abel's. <laughs> yeah, those are at Abel's for sure. Uh, okay, those Abel sisters. <laughs> hmm. But that's really for me for Sarah. I think it's a little bit more fun with Sahara. It's, it's kind of randomized, and you you get you get you never know what you're going to get really. So, all right. So, Joel and Curtis, uh, mm-hmm. did Mike sway you with his argument here? Joel, are you sticking with Sahara? I'm all about Sahara. Yep. And how about you, Curtis? I dislike kicks. I wow. I think I think the stuff that that character sells. I don't know. I, I believe it's a it's a male character. Stunk. Are actually ugly. I actually yeah. think the the shoes that kicks sells are ugly. I would rather buy my stuff at the Able Sisters, and I do. <laughs> and that's where I'm taking my virtual business. And so we're going to move Sahara on to round two. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor, Nook Inc., a business you can trust. We will be right back. Thank you so much for listening to the great pop culture debate. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please take a moment and go to patreon.com backslash great pop culture debate and throw us a couple bucks. Your funds will help us to keep the show going. And more than that, you actually get some cool shit for your support. At the $2 level, you get access to season zero, which are four episodes that you're never going to hear anywhere else. Uh, at $5, you get exclusive warm up episodes for each up main episode. You get some exclusive uh, mini sods that may not be heard outside of the patreon for ten dollars you get listed as an associate producer on our website and all of this you get stickers and buttons and early access to episodes it's a pretty sweet deal so if you enjoy us please consider supporting us producer mike do you have anything you want to add yeah i i know that we were talking about it but i think if if we hit 50 patreon subscribers we're gonna make t-shirts and Curtis has so many ideas for cool t-shirts so <laughs> yes. please please subscribe as a patreon I want a T-shirt personally. Like, can we can we make them? Honestly, I, I I think that we need to hold to our to our guns. I think if we get to fifty, we'll do it. Like, that's a guarantee. It's Ooh. a guaranteed fucking T, ladies and gentlemen. And those T-shirts are going to be filthy. So I, I think I think Mike wants the gay screaming or maybe yeah. even gay fight club T-shirt. Exactly. So please head over to patreon.com backslash great pop culture debate and subscribe today.
And we're back to continue round one. 75% of the panel preferred one seed Pascal, but Bob wanted to send eight seed Rover on over. Bob, why Rover? Um, Rover is one of those mainstay characters again. I think Ben in every single version of the game, even this random like Japanese version before the original Animal Crossing, um, he's he's literally he or she. Again, I, I, I'm not always sure with some of these characters. Um, Rover is a cat, but named after a dog, which I think is amazing. <laughs> um, and he she has has these these red irises or or in her eyes and it's like are you evil <laughs> like is there is there something evil behind those eyes she doesn't he or she again i don't know i'm he. sorry they, um, they. they. Yeah, yeah, that's they. what are her pronouns <laughs> um they <laughs> they show up just randomly and they don't do an awful lot for the game but they really help move you forward in the game in a lot of cases um so i i just think rover's I don't have a lot of experience with Pascal either. I'll, I will be honest. I think Pascal's now in New Horizons now that we can mm-hmm. swim, I think, but I haven't swum yet. It's gone swimming. <gasps> How? Don't, wow. don't come at me, you you virtual world out there. Don't at me about <laughs> that I haven't gone swimming yet. But, By the time um, you listen to this, I'm sure Bob will have gone swimming. I'm confident I just think, of that. I mean, to, to settle it all, Rover's a classic, been in every game, and, and just, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think he's just a main, uh, mainstay that, that, makes, that makes sense to me to pick him over Pascal. All right, Joelle, how about Pascal? Oh, Pascal, what a what a philosopher, what a stoner, what a little <laughs> adorable red otter that that just wants every scallop he can get his little little just grubby hands on or paws or whatever the heck they are. He's definitely like best friends with Leaf. Like he oh, they hang out and they smoke a ton of weed Leaf, together. Leaf is his supplier. <laughs> there is no doubt in my yeah, mind. This all this tracks. Yes, yes. Um uh Okay, besides the fact that he's cute, besides the fact that he wears this adorable beanie and he wears this scallop necklace, like just his style is hilarious. Um, he's actually designed to look like Cheech Marin of Cheech and Chong, which is oh, wonderful. Yes. More um, stoner. I just want to put him into those movies and see what he does. And the best part about him that I like, and I, I didn't know this when I met him for the first time in Pocket Camp, he says the most hilarious, delightful, philosophical, but not really things. I, there's a list of hundreds long i'm just pulling one out of this giant website i'm looking at castles are just like houses but they're wearing armor man and he says it with long <laughs> man. adorable he's just, he's just fun i enjoy him he, and when you watch him eat his scallop you've never seen anyone enjoy food that way before well maybe if he wrapped it in bacon it would be better mm. <laughs> Well, maybe in a future expansion. So, Bob, did that sell you on Pascal? Or are you going to stick with Rover? No, I'll stick with Rover. I'm still in the minority on that one. I mean, I just, I just don't have the experience with Pascal. I'm sorry. I think he sounds super cute. He, he looks super cute from the research that that I have in there. But um, I think I'm going to stick with Rover. No problem. And uh, Mike and Curtis, are you sticking with Pascal? Yes. It's tough. I love Rover. You wouldn't have the game if you didn't have Rover because he helps you pick out your first village. But Everything that Joel said about Pascal is true. He's adorable and a stoner. So I'll stay with Pascal. All right. So Bob was again the holdout, preferring five seed Wisp to four seed Marshall. Mike, why are you support gathering support for Marshall? I've never met Marshall, but at the same time, the look of this character just tickles me. It's the most evil looking squirrel I've ever seen. And the fact that their personality is smug only makes it better. Um, I know that I've I think I've encountered this on other people's islands when I've like gone to sell turnips and things like that. And it's just 
so fun to talk to this little angry morsel of character um, <laughs> who somehow I'm sure is not actually smaller than other squirrels in this game. But for some reason, my in my head, I just have them as this small, little, tiny, angry ball of fur. And that just pleases me to, to no end. Um, I think that... This is the type of thing where we, you know, like I think Curtis has said, you know, there's only so many personalities you can get in this game, but it is, it does come down to design and just the look of Marshall is just so cute to me. I, I can't get over it. Um, an angry little squirrel just, just makes me very, very happy. All right, Bob, why wisp? Well, I just, I, I didn't remember when I did my research, but I just looked up Marshall as we were sitting here as well. And you're right. He looks like a total asshole from his design. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a total dick. Um, But I chose Wisp. This is my one like, oh, he's so cute argument. Um, You know, I just think the Wisps are adorable. They kind of remind me of the booze from from Super Mario. Um, It's just a really cute interaction and exchange. And it's it's something for late at night in the game. Like if you're playing in the evenings, it's it's something that can happen that's a little bit different from just the regular monotony of your daily tasks and things like that. Something fun to do and in a little adventure that you can go on where, you know, you meet this little wisp, he he all of his spirits go scattered because you frightened him. You know, <laughs> it's funny you frightened the ghost sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, how is that ghost afraid of me? Um, and then you have to go and collect all those little those little spirit or whatever they call them, the little spirits to recollect them and and bring him all together again. And then he gives you little gifts and little prizes for doing so. Um, I just think it's a cute little exchange. I think it's fun and um, adds that additional fun for the evening hours of the game. And and that's really where I am with, with the wisp. And I don't really know Marshall either. I've never met him. You know, I'm sure he's a great guy, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's an awesome guy. Uh, I don't know this man. (laughs) I don't know her. Curtis, where are you coming down on this one? So I have Marshall on my Island. I love him. Even though, he is smug. I think there are a couple characters that do get like one or two extra lines or something because somehow Marshall does feel different than some just, you know, any other smug villager. His house is actually the best. I think it's the best put together house of any anyone that I've seen. It looks he has a piano. It looks like a really upscale studio apartment in New York City and it fits him <laughs> so well. Um he's not an asshole though. Like smug characters just come across honestly Anybody listening to this, smug might as well be gay. You have the gay characters <laughs> because that's what they are. You have Julian, the unicorn Julian. horse. You have Marshall. You have Raymond, the new cat with two different colored eyes. They are gay. They are gay characters, but that's why I love them. Marshall's better than Wisp. All right. How about you, Joel? Where are you coming down on this? I mean, I was already team Marshall, but that really that really clinched it. I, I also just add, he used to have a really gross sloppy house in previous versions of the game. And so he had a bit of a glow up in New Horizons. So I appreciate that too. Um, Wisp is adorable, but yeah, no, Marshall. Marshall has a special place in my heart. Away my dreams. <laughs> so Marshall's moving on up to the east side and to round two. So uh, the the panel was evenly split between three seed Mabel and six seed Daisy May. Curtis, why Mabel? This one is such a throwaway for me. <laughs> I <laughs> could not care less. Um, I actively dislike both of these characters. Oh my um, God. Get the fuck off of this podcast right now. What? <laughs> Well, guess what, bitch? I got the microphone. So, <laughs> so I think I voted for Mabel. And she, now that I'm thinking about it, as I thought about, like, what is it like to go shop at the Abel Sisters? Well, you walk in and she immediately accosts you like you're about to steal something. And then you go over 
and you say, okay, I want to use the um, the clothes changing room. You go in, you're not able to buy more than one piece of clothing at a time of each type. So you put on a shirt, you put on pants, you put on shoes. If you want to buy a second pair of those shoes and give them your money, she makes it more difficult for you. <laughs> but then on the other hand, you have this snot-nosed little child who's wow. trying to upsell you on turnips and gouge the shit out of you every Sunday. She's wow. only there till noon. Hope you saw her if you wanted to sleep in that day. Fuck you and your turnips. I don't know who I'm voting for. So, wow. So, again, for listeners, I don't play the game. So, I'm just getting this through them. And what I'm getting from Curtis is that Mabel is the sales girl that uh, is mean to Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. 100%. Yeah. And Daisy May, I don't know. I'm getting like Shark Tank asshole. Is that what I'm No, no. She's like a country bumpkin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she she's sense. just she just showed up with her her family's turn. She says, "Well, I think this is a good price if you'd like to buy them from me." And she's like five years old. Yeah, she's she's far too young to be doing this. Which has a, a better question of how the fuck did this five year old get to my island by herself? <laughs> it's like she lost her way on the public market, and she on her way getting to the public market, and she ended up on your island somehow. It's like yeah. Here. Well, well, Joelle, I'm going to let you yeah. actually defend little Daisy May and explain why she does deserve the votes. Um, this is, frankly, it is hard to defend because of that snot nose, but I find Daisy May hilarious. Um, yes. Some people are so turned off by her that they don't even deal with the turnips. This poor girl actually may have fallen off a turnip truck. It's fine. Her <laughs> grandmother grandmother started all of this. So, Sow Joan, I do love mm-hmm. a good pun. So, because the turnip market is is like a stock. S-G-A-L-K yeah, that's great. Market. I love that. Her mm-hmm. name is Sow Joan. So, we got the Sow Joan Index. So, I appreciate all the puns. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I did and not that, get that till just now. Just yeah, so you same, know. Same it, here. it took me two and a half years, but I learned it very recently and I've been very happy ever since. So that's, that's fucking great. That's maybe why Daisy May has a special place in my heart because I, I just love the pun. I don't know where Daisy May comes from, like name wise. Um, I, I love that this 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 little five-year-old, if she is a five-year-old, is carrying these heavy stacks of turnips. I buy, when I buy turnips, I buy hundreds for her. Same. Where is she storing these things Jesus. on her forehead? She's like the, the guy with the hat in that children's book you know i i just she's she's a marvel i don't know how she does it um but she works very hard and doesn't know what the hell she's doing and i just love it meanwhile mabel just gives me a weird vibe she's too too much she's extra 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 so uh mike where are you coming down on this one Daisy May. I mean, I I love Mabel. I love the Abel sisters. I think they are fantastic. Like this is a really tough choice because I love both of these characters. Mabel is really just trying to get by. She just really needs to make this sale today. And I kind of feel like I feel so bad for her because it, it when when they first show up, it's kind of like, hey, could you please buy something because our family is maybe not doing great. And um, they eventually open up a store and it's awesome. And that's why I'm I still love this character. But Daisy May, I feel like the first handful. Of weeks that I played for this, I was like, "What the? Where the fuck are you guys buying turnips from?" Because I'm that person that sleeps past noon on Sundays. <laughs> and then finally, I woke up one week and I was like, "Oh shit!" There's this little girl walking around. Why the fuck is she on the furthest corner of my island? Is she okay? Does she need help? And so I'm always like <laughs> talking to her to make sure that she's all right. I'm giving her money to be like, "Just get home safely, kid." Um, so I I love her to death. She's so adorable. Every time I talk to her, it is just it's just very fun. Um, and I I love this the the, the whole shtick there with the the sour jones i mean that just seals the deal for me so i'm voting for daisy may 
these two really are like Q4 of 2020, like a summary, like children in the street selling shit to get by and like people aggressively yeah. peddling their wares on Etsy because they have no employment opportunities. So like, yeah, that, that there you go. Yeah, uh, it's really true. Mabel was the younger sister of the Able sisters and lived a bit of a hard life. And here's Daisy May. Yes, though, this is the sad girls club right here. Sad girls club. Uh, Bob. Gravity. What about you? Where are you coming down? I'm actually. I think I'm switching over to Daisy May. When Curtis spoke about Mabel, like he made me realize how much I think I hate her. (laughs) (laughs) You you go into the store. She immediately comes up to you and follows you around the entire store. Like I'm going to steal any of the shitty stuff that she has there. Like there's barely anything most of the time in there that I even want to buy. When you go in, you're right. When you go into the dressing room, for some reason, she needs to talk to you first. I don't know why. And then she needs to talk to you when you come out of there. Just let me buy my shit and leave. Like, I don't want to have to deal with you. And a lot of times the thing that I think that bothers me the most about her now that I'm thinking about it (laughs) is that like, if you're buying something, and you're in the dressing room and you want to buy it, you can't leave the dressing room without like buying it, right? Like, and then she puts stuff in my inventory that I have to go back to my house to get out of my inventory when I'd <laughs> rather just be in my bag. So you know what? I like Daisy May. That's what I've uh, decided. Okay, she's well that's <laughs> she's your pick. That's three for Daisy May. So she's advancing to the next round. Next, the majority of the panel bought into five seed Tom Nook's predatory lending schemes. But <laughs> Curtis preferred four seed red. Curtis, color my thoughts about red. This is Don Corleone versus Al Capone. It is is the mob battle. This is asking, what's your favorite way to get grifted? Because you're gonna. And I pick red. So first, it cannot be a coincidence that he's named Red and he's a fox. So he's Red Fox, which right. makes me laugh because every time I hear him talk, I think of Red Fox from Sanford and Son. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't not do that. But without Red, you don't get the museum expansion. So sure, he sells you some fake art. Like you, Eric, in case you don't know, you have to go on the boat and he has multiple different pieces of art that you get to choose from. And one or more of them may be fake. And every time you go on that boat, you're taking your life into your hands. I mean, yes, yes. I have been trapped on that boat before. I just need to tell everyone that. It took me a minute to get out of there. It is super, super dark so that you can't (laughs) see. You can't tell which ones are real or not. I mean, he does turn on the light if you ask him to. But like, there's something mysterious and kind of sexy about getting trapped on the boat with him. (laughs) Okay, you're going there. I was going for like human trafficking, but go on. No, I mean, you... You take the boat where you want to go, I guess. I sometimes feel like when you're on that boat, he's going to say, it puts the lotion in the bag. (laughs) I I feel like Red is very, he's just like, hey, if you can't find your way out, that's okay. We can live here together. Like, it's it's very creepy. I would rather live with Red than I would with Tom Nook. That's all. That's, I mean, that actually did factor into my decision. Think of how many children and honestly, adults now are able to like identify real pieces of art versus a fake because of this game and specifically because of red. And now we just got the summer update. So you get fireworks and you get special prizes out of, I think, cookies again. Like that was the way that it was in the last guy, last game because, because of red Tom Nook 
overcharges you on everything. That house was not worth the amount of money that I put into it. And then he pressures you into going into major debt to him because he knows that he's got a monopoly on the entire island. Then he's willing to make use of child labor. And they're his own children. Maybe not from what I learned today, but it's despicable nonetheless. It's America, Curtis, and you need to get into it. I kind of feel bad for the Trump children. Oh, no. No. Do not. Do not. Okay. So with that, I'm going to pass it off to Mike. So why are you indebted to Tom Nook? Oh, Tom Nook is a criminal that you recognize and have no choice to work with. Um, and and it, it's but to work with. And so I think like he's he's completely dishonest. He's completely like up his own ass about everything. And yet I kind of find that endearing. Like he's so bold about everything. He just doesn't give a shit. He's like, you're going to pay me this money. There's no choice about it. And really, that's it. Like, I know, Bob, you said you haven't paid off that final expansion, but he's going to get you one day. And that's <laughs> to me like I'm. I'm I'm all for rooting for a winner, right? Like Tom Nook is constantly winning. Like Red, on the other hand, great character, great design. I think he's very funny. The idea that he is like a true criminal where like who who hides in the shadows versus Tom Nook, who is a criminal out in the open. Um, I like that idea. I think it's very funny. But I also think just Tom Nook is so bold and brash. I, I have to respect it. It's great. Tom Nook is like the uh, college loan industry in America. Like mm-hmm. yeah. it will get, it will get your money. Like you can try whatever <laughs> you want, but you're paying back those student loans. Uh, so Joelle, are you sticking with Tom Nook? I am. And I'm going to save further defenses for later because I, I stand Tom Nook. We're good. <laughs> That's fine. And Bob, are you sticking with Tom? Yeah, I'm with Tom Nook. I don't see how you can't. All right. So finally in round one, the panel was evenly split between three seed Stitches and six seed Label. Joelle, why is Stitches more than a Sean Mendes song? Because <laughs> he's adorable and he's got little got little Stitches eyes and he's made out of patchwork and he's got this cute, he's a lazy type. So the lazy types I think we've already talked about are the most adorable of the animal, at least the male animal types. Um if you if you just look close enough at him, you could see this fine detail of like exactly how he was stitched together. So you kind of have this. I have this backstory for him. I don't know how real it is, but for <laughs> me, he is an old teddy bear that has been rehabbed over and over and over again to the point where now he's just filled with stuff from other stuffs, and he says stuff, and that's his little catchphrase. Um, it's it's just it's just hard not to love little stitches and um, uh, label or labelle. Uh, I just find her just a little, little bit sketchy. She's lived a few too many lives. She, she apparently she ditched her family at some point, a little shady. Um, and so if we're comparing adorable, sweet, wholesome patchwork kind of worn out teddy bear versus, you know, a little bigger than her britches, dumpster <laughs> family, <laughs> sales lady, you know who I'm picking. All right. So Mike, why do you have designs on label or label, however you want to call it? I'm just calling her label. Let's stick with the rhyming scheme. And I, I like label because she's a big city person. She she decided, fuck it. I'm going to go live in Paris. I'm going to go live in New York. I'm going to go live in Milan. I'm going li- to live in all the big cities and try to make my way out there. She's a fashion designer. She's she's uh, as far as I'm concerned, she's a big name in big business um, of the, the big fashion industry. And I love that about her. She's like a very strong character to me. And like she's got this country bumpkin kind of like backstory where her family 
literally makes these all these clothes by hand and it's a very like artisanal thing where she's all about mass production getting the hottest shit on the hottest people um at least this is the story i'm telling in my head um i think that she's fantastic for that reason i just think that she's she's a very powerful character in this game that kind of drops by your little island just to 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 show you that she knows that you're there but she's got so many other things to do she'll be back in two weeks don't worry it's great all all right so curtis where are you here Oh, it's tough. This is a really tough one. And Mike made a very good argument. Like she is a big city girl. She was going for big city dreams, but labels clothes are the ugliest ones. In the game. <laughs> Her little like triangle that she tries to stick on everything. Like, oh, yeah. there, there are no clothes that I have gotten from her that I was like, yeah, I would wear that. I thought about giving one to my Julia the Peacock for her birthday. And I was like, I can't do that to Julia. <laughs> she deserves so, better. I, I'm her gonna shoes st- look nice. I like the sneakers no. that she makes. I, I hate that pattern. I, I'm going to stick with stitches. I do like label and I like her story, but I'm going to stick with stitches. All right, Bob, what about you? I'm going to stick with Label. Um, I think the first time that I met Label, um, she asked me to put together an outfit for, 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 for like, for come back to me, she says, and, and wear an outfit that's ready for like evening wear to go out on the town. And I came back and she was so complimentary of my outfit. <laughs> I don't think I can, I, I, I can't go against her at this point. I'm for Label. So I think that's three for Label, correct? It sounded like two for two, two, two and two. two. It's two and two. It's two and two. two. Okay, no so I'm the tiebreaker here. Amazing. Finally, I get to live in my power. <laughs> and I'm going with label for two reasons. Number one, I like the idea that maybe her name is pronounced LaBelle. So I'm giving like, uh, hey, sister, soul sister, uh, Lady Marmalade vibe. <laughs> mostly because the way that Mike described her, she sounds like a dynasty villain. And you are 100% going to get my vote. <laughs> so I like the idea of this rich, big bitch like uppity fashion diva coming in and trying to act like hot shit but really probably is just totally faking most of it so label slash label is on to round two and that is it for round one folks we've gone from our final 32 towards sweet 16 did our panelists pick fill your nooks crannies or do you think we need to consult dr shrunk and have our heads examined tell us your thoughts by commenting on this episode at greatpopculturedebate.com or sound off on social media Make sure that you hop on the bus and join us later this week for part two when Isabel Sable and the other big names join the competition as we determine who is the ultimate bell of the Animal Crossing ball. See you then.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.